0: Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is teaching us that all life is interconnected and interdependent, meaning that we are all one. And ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching this for eons. So what you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is The Book of Truth with Paul Selig. Selig. Did I pronounce it correctly, Paul? Selig is correct. So. Selling. Okay. All right. I am I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to pronounce names correctly. I don't but uh, Paul is our guest and I'm so, so thankful to have him. And I just started reading the book. A few weeks ago thank you so much for sending me a copy Mm -hmm. i wish i wish you had autographed it but that's okay i'll see you're in new york you're not far so i'm gonna find you like sign my book (laughs) okay all right paul can you please share with our listeners your journey you know your journey of awakening your path Mm -hmm. and share that because i i i have been Following you on YouTube, I mm-hmm. started to read the book, so I know a little bit. But mm-hmm. let's let's catch our, our listeners up to date.
1: All right. Well, I was born in New York City. I was raised something of an atheist when I was 25. Um, I hit a real wall in my life. I was a year out of graduate school at Yale. I had a career that seemed to be going okay. I had a list of things I thought I had to achieve in the world that I thought would make me good and enough and I got the whole list and I wasn't okay and really out of sheer necessity more than any desire for spirituality I began to reach for something more mm-hmm. I ended up having a bit of an experience um, at 25 of energy I don't know what really happened I started seeing little lights around people maybe as a result of that maybe not I have no idea in retrospect But my context for the world was beginning to change very rapidly. I was feeling energy. I was seeing little lights. I'd heard a voice telling me to get my act together after I had started praying for the first time in my life. I studied a form of energy healing after seeing healers for a period of time to get some more understanding, and I studied. And I was volunteering at a center in New York City that was providing services for people with life-challenging illness. It was the height of the AIDS epidemic in New York. And I had my hands on people and started to hear things for them. And what I was hearing would later be verified by the client. So I was opening up first as a clear audience, and then also as a physical empath, which is something that I still do. Um, I started to feel what was going on in people's bodies or their emotional selves. Um, And again, I was being shown as accurate. So I continued to learn to trust it and develop it. I had a little group that met in my apartment for about 18 years on and off Mm. where I was sitting in the energy and um, delivering, I would say messages, but I wasn't working as a spiritual meeting. And I don't even know that I would have called it channeling in those days, but I was channeling. But my system was being developed. In about 2009, um, my guides, well, well, first of all, my 2009, it was 2009, yeah, my guides announced to somebody in the group that they had a book to write, and if I would take two weeks, they would do it, and that was the beginning of the books. Um, I had begun lecturing in Channel without really realizing it. I'd quit smoking about a year before that, and that really upgraded my whole system and my ability to work with my, my own central nervous system, I think, which is important in my work. But they've since delivered five books. The Book of Truth is the fifth book. I don't think any of them have taken probably more than 30 days of sittings. The books are the unedited transcripts of these sessions. And I do workshops now all over the world where my guides do them. I show up and I sit in the chair and I take dictation, which is really my job as a channel. I have a practice also as an empath or a psychic if you wish. But I work with the living, and I have this odd ability to hear people. So if you want to know what's going on with your sister, who you haven't talked to in five years, I can probably step into your sister. I may begin to take on her mannerisms or appearance. And then I'll tell you what I hear. So I'm sort of a switchboard for consciousness. That's what I do now. And my primary work is with the guides.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Now, when you say you work with the living, so um, do you mean that the sister is still on this side?
1: Sister's still on this side, yeah. If if she's crossed, I can probably get her as as she was. I do that fairly frequently if you have unresolved issues with a parent. I'll tune into the dynamic that was present when you were a child. If your parent wants to come through from wherever they are, they may, but that's not my primary work. I've been called a medium for the living because it seems to be sort of an odd skill set. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and i i believe we're all so i mean i listen to many many channels and mediums and mm-hmm. and my my son is on the other side he uh-huh. actually it'll be three years ago july 1st uh-huh.
1: um
0: was when he transitioned mm-hmm. and um i did have one session and it was so it's so amazing. I don't know if you ever heard of EVP, which I just learned about, mm-hmm. which is Electronic Voice Phenomena. Uh-huh. My, I was having a, a session with a medium, a very evidential, credible medium, Suzanne Giesman, and he was, my son was literally trying to talk, to mm-hmm. speak through her computer. And wow. we actually, yes, we actually have his voice on tape. So mm-hmm. I, I love sharing that story because it, it was the first time I ever had a sitting and, mm-hmm. and to have that evidential, audible voice on tape is, mm-hmm. it's so amazing. That it's is so amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, but yes, I, 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 I know that mediums and channels are all unique. You know, Mm -hmm, they, mm -hmm. they, they channel and they, they bring it through their, their, their body as a, Mm -hmm. a, as a vessel. Yeah. Yes. And so that's amazing. (laughs) So amazing. But I think this is the first time I've heard anyone say that they actually can tap into someone who's still on this side. Because usually it's someone on the other side. Yeah. Well, we're
1: all playing a transmission, and I just seem to have the ability to feel and know or hear what other people are are thinking. I mean, it's it's just really possibly a form of telepathy. I really don't know, Mm -hmm. but it's it's how I work. Um, Mm -hmm. So you know, I've had some success with people that have no voice at all—people you know with disabilities or in yes, you know, as well as living. Yeah. So it's it's an it's 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 a useful tool. Um, I was filmed for a television show called The Unexplained a few years ago, reading for a woman, and she just told me she had problems with her son, who was 13, and I stepped into the son and essentially became him and took on all of his mannerisms, but he had, you know, cerebral palsy, so, and he'd never spoken a word, but I was becoming him and speaking, you know, quite clearly as him. So it's an interesting... Yeah, it was pretty shocking. I didn't know what was going on, and I wow. hope she was helped through that. But
0: Um sure she was. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing that you should say that because mm-hmm. I have uh, I've only I had two I have two children because I know my mm-hmm. son is still with me, and mm-hmm. my daughter is disabled, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and we just don't since she was 13. She's 30, 20. No, how old is she? Not 20. She's 36 now. 36 Mm -hmm. and um she was diagnosed with um ms Mm -hmm. um when she was 23 Mm -hmm. and now she's at the point where she's she's in a wheelchair Uh um i talk to her every day but it's just talking we're not really communicating like i share like what you know my my awakening, I share with everybody. So, of course, I share it with my son when he was still here and, mm-hmm. and my daughter. And I found out that my son is very proud of the work that I'm doing with you. Matter of fact, he calls himself my co-host from Wonderful. the other side. Okay. <laughs> okay. But you you mentioned um, this lady, because I, I did see a documentary um, that you were in, but it wasn't that one. That and
1: was on your channeling, yeah.
0: Yes, yes, on channeling. I saw mm-hmm. that. But to, to you, you bring up, because like I said, you bring this up that you were able to tap into the people that are still here. and Like my mm-hmm. daughter is still on this side.
1: Yeah.
0: I try to communicate, but, you know, I, I now from a spiritual perspective,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even with my daughter's disability, mm-hmm. um, I, I look at her as being perfect. Mm -hmm. divine you know Mm -hmm. because we all are and i cannot judge her path
1: her
0: her soul experience you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so i always when i interact with her i always just look at her as a divine light and share with her but i sometimes i do say i wonder what's going on in that head of hers No. so uh because she won't she she won't open up to me like that so so it's interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just now got a footnote (laughs) put a footnote in my notes Mm -hmm. that this is something you're able to do amazing Mm -hmm. amazing so let's now the book of truth like i said Uh i i read at the lake and I uh-huh. took your book, I think you saw it on Facebook, I take your book mm. to the lake and I, I start to read it. So let's, let's get into the book a little bit. Share mm-hmm. with our listeners what is the, the message of the book, the book of truth. I love it. I love the title.
1: Well, you know, I don't write my books. That's the first thing. The guides that I work with dictate them. And the, the, the book of truth is the, trans, is, the, is the document, the transcripts of those channeling sessions that the guides conducted with me you know, on the book. And the book of truth really is talking about a number of things, but one of the things that they're really saying is that, you know, in truth, the divine truth, the eternal truth, a lie cannot be held. And as we reclaim who and what we truly are, which is the divine being, in form, in manifestation, what we no longer align to are those things that were created in lower vibration. Fear, war. Um, all of these things that we've chosen to learn through, you know, we have other opportunities to express ourselves. So the guides say that the energy of truth is here. It's a vibration, it's on the planet, and it's actually, they talk about it a bit as a tidal wave that's reclaiming everything that's not in alignment to the vibration of truth, which is a positive thing. But it does mean that those lies that we've become attached to about who and what we think we are, who other people are, what things should look like because it's the way that they've been, um, that stuff is going to be challenged as we move through this. So the guides seem to be supporting us in aligning to this vibration so that we can swim with the tide or rise with the tide, if you wish, as opposed to trying to hang on to that stuff that's no longer operable.
0: mm mm-hmm. Oh, that's so beautiful, and I, I, I love, I love how you use vibrate Because I always refer to things now in vibrational terms. These are uh-huh. something of a high vibration or a low mm-hmm. vibration. Yeah. Not placing a judgment on it. Exactly, it, it, it is what it is. But I, mm-hmm. I we, I, I think most people would prefer the vibration of a higher vibration, which it just is a more pleasurable feeling. I would say.
1: I don't know that it's about a feeling and I think Mm -hmm. pleasure is about an attachment to, to, to what we want. I mean, I like chocolate. It's not very good for me. I get great (laughs) pleasure from eating it, but I'm already heavy. So, you know, is chocolate a high vibration? I don't know. You know, I think um, the idea of high vibration has to do with less density and less sort of less of a cementing or codification of energy through, projection and intention. So what that means is that everything that's been created, my guides say, has been created first in consciousness and then is manifest in form. And how we attend to those creations gives them, in some ways, the identity or the form or the names that they've carried. So while there's nothing wrong with the bank, it's just a place you can leave your money, what it's become is something very, very different through the collective. And we can say that the bank is in low vibration because everything that's attached to it is about control and commerce and what things should be and what things should mean and manipulation and all those things. But the idea of it itself is perfectly fine. Do you understand? This I do. Yes. The first bank was some hunter dropping his purse off for somebody else to hold while he went into the woods. Uh-huh. You know, that was the first okay. bank.
0: Okay, and, wow, you know, yeah, just yeah. It
1: becomes something else. So is the bank a dense structure? Yes. But anything the guides say that's been, cre- that's been created can be recreated in a higher way. And that won't happen until we start to realize who we are. Because if we understand that we're an aspect of the divine in form, that changes our relationship to the material realm that we're existing in
0: true. So, oh you so beautifully said so beautifully said and i i also i i have a name for that high vibration is love
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: un- unconditional love yes mm-hmm. so yes and 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 knowing who we are which Uh is a divine aspect of God. That's who who we each are. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody on the planet is a divine aspect of God. You know, you see a homeless man on the street or, you know, sleeping on a park bench. That's a divine aspect of God. And he's no, no, we're not, no better. Or, you know, we're all equally divine aspects of God.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Yes. So awesome, 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 awesome. So would you like, I always, uh, when I have a channel on the show, I I offer the opportunity to bring a message through. Would you like to bring a message through from your guides? It's up to you.
1: It's really up to them, you know. Okay. I mean, they're working through me, but they've been known to say we are not the entertainment, you know, because okay. that's not how they work. So we like to say something. They're saying, yes, we would like to say something, but I should say first that how I channel is a little odd. I, I whisper the words as they come and then repeat it. People hear things twice. But, I mean, if they want to say something, we do. They're saying we do, we ask we ask you, each, each one of you here, each one of you here, in attendance to these words, to decide for yourselves, to decide for yourselves that who and what you are, that who and what you are as the aspect where you are, as the aspect of the creator that you are, that you are can be known and realized, can be known and realized. Hear these words. Hear these words. Unless you decide, unless you decide that it can be known, that it can be known, can be realized as you can be realized as you, you will inhibit yourself, you will inhibit yourself and your legacy from your legacy and the gift of the kingdom, and the gift of the kingdom that is here for you to claim, that is here for you to claim, the recognition is the recognition of the divine in all things will be precluded, will be precluded by your resistance to it, by your resistance to it, aside friends. Decide, friends, if you wish. If you wish that you have the right to legacy, that you have the right to the legacy of knowing who and what you are, of knowing who and what you are, and claiming it in form and claiming it in form. The design as you was not theory. The divine as you is not theory. Is not theory. It is expression. And they're saying, period.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's so, so. I um. I from what I understand, they just said is. Um we are that unique we are each that unique aspect of God and, and we bring it through our expression. Mm-hmm. But you know, and well, so mm-hmm. go ahead. Go ahead.
1: What they're talking about, I think, I mean that's what you heard it probably. You heard it. I was busy speaking it. But what they've been saying is that who and what we are and the what is the expression of it. So the idea that I'm a divine being in theory and everybody's a divine being in theory is comfortable when it suits me or when it suits somebody else. And that's where it stays in theory. The realization of it in manifestation is what they're taking us to. And that includes the body that we're standing, the bodies that we're standing in and the world before us. If I mean, it goes back to this idea which is more than idea, but it's 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 a huge teaching, and it's not mine, but you know, God is everything, or nothing, you know, which way do you want it? Something is, you know, if, if God is everything, that's including every cell in your body, and the person next door that you can't stand, and the sun, and the moon, and all the things that we can't even see or conceive of. But we've been operating in this place of separation. One of the things the guides have been saying is that, you know, we come from this history where God or whatever we want to call God is in the clouds and we're in the mud. Um, they say, well, God is the mud too. And unless you realize that, you're going to be stuck in a place of separation. So they seem to be working with us. And what I heard them say, which I thought was actually interesting, was they said, say that this can be so. Because unless you say it can be so, you're not going to be able to hold it and realize it. The guides use the word realize and know in the same way. To know something is to realize it. To be in manifestation is to be in the realization of something that has, you know, here to now, I suppose, been, you know, up there on the shelf is perhaps a possibility but we don't take something off the shelf and make it known to us unless we believe we can hold it or have it or have the experience of it.
0: Oh, my, my heart, my heart is just so full because I, 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 I am so in alignment with that. It's just, Mm -hmm. and and I always say to, to understand oneness from a, a intellectual perspective is not the same as knowing it in your heart knowing and and I say to myself I know and I and in every yeah. now moment I try to incorporate the knowing that we're all one. The knowing that that terrorist, and I don't know what happened because I stopped watching news in 2001. My, my spirit told me, turn off that news and don't ever turn it back on after 9-11. And I was obedient. And at that time, I didn't know why. But I found out 11, 12 years later why. Um, and I... When I when I hear, because people will email me and say, Oh, this terrible thing just happened in Europe with terrorism, I just remind the terrorist is not separate from us. There's no there's no good or evil. There's no there's no right or wrong. There's only oneness. There's only they are a part of us. And I have just as much compassion for the terrorists as I do for the people that got hurt. Mm-hmm. Because and I know that they're, it's all one. The yin and the yang, the yin and the yang symbol um, is dark and light. It's just, they're just different aspects of the same, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the sameness. And so, and when I say that, I do get a lot of resistance to that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I mean? you know I, and I know you understand. So that's why I like having this show so I can have, I can have a dialogue with people that understand. The mm-hmm. truth of oneness, it's one thing. To say, oh, yeah, that sounds so good, peace and oneness and love, and oh, that sounds good. But yeah. to actually live it in every now moment, regardless of what is happening in the world, on the, because that's not real. That's not the truth. Yes. The truth is the oneness. The truth that, that is us. Yes.
1: Yeah, when well, the guides say, you know, when something is true, it is always true. truth isn't transitional depending on fashion or the politics of the day then the eternal self the divine in all of us the guides would say is what is true um the other things exist but in a lower it's it's a it's a it's a different it's a different construct it's a different way of experiencing the world i struggle with this teaching but the guides have said probably more than they've ever said anything else is you know you can't be the light and hold another in darkness. You can't do it. It's hypocrisy. You know, if you're the light, you're the light on everything. You can't decide what gets to stay in the dark. And they say whatever you put in the dark calls you right there to it. And then that's the alignment that you hold. And if you want to have that experience, you can. We're all having it because we're all continued to agree that. Some have the right to be and others don't. And if we don't like them and, you know, and I don't think, well, actually that's not true. I don't think it's about like, and I don't think it's about standing up for, for, for integrity and truth in the face of other things. I think, you know, we're all called to express the divine and, and remarkable in remarkable and perhaps different ways. But yeah, I agree. It's a tough teaching. It is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I, I hear you and, and, and because of the conditioning, society's conditioning it's so it's so foreign it's so different it's the opposite really of what people have been raised by teachers parents teachers society tell us something totally different and so that's i but when for me when something awoke inside of me my Mm -hmm. when i tapped into that divine essence of me and my and it's telling me this is true this is to me, it became easy. To that's right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. It just you know, and that's why I'm so inspired just to share it mm-hmm. because I, I always say it's you got it's. I can't. I, I don't call myself a teacher. I mm-hmm. just all I can do is share my experience and mm-hmm. hope that inspires you to go within because the answers are within, and 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 when you find when you tap into that is it changes your world it changes your life you've experienced so you know what i'm talking about so going Mm -hmm. within is really is is the truth and like you said if we if we hold anything claim anything is is bad or evil we're actually we're not only bringing ourselves That is, we're calling ourselves bad and evil because we are a part of that. There is no separation. Yes, 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 yes. So this is so amazing. So I, I love the fact that you're on the East Coast and you're not far from, I'm in the Poconos. So yeah, so I'm about an hour and a half from New York City. So mm-hmm. I love the fact that, and I know this summer I'm going to get to the city. So mm-hmm. I'm going to like be knocking on your door, <laughs> but uh, I'm je- definitely going to follow you and try to to catch one of um your channelings in the mm-hmm. city. Um, but it's it's so true. It's and I and I do understand, but I also understand. Like I was saying with my daughter, where she at is. Where her divine path is, has led her, and mm-hmm. I can't place a judgment on it. So people that are not awake uh, mm-hmm. to this truth is okay. It, and they're perfect and divine mm-hmm. exactly where they are. So mm-hmm. the big other big part of this teaching is the non-judgment, and unconditional love. See, mm-hmm. what I hear and you hear the word unconditional. God is unconditional love. You hear that in church all the time but God's going to send you to hell. Okay, I'm like, wait, that doesn't match up in my logic. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it may match up in some people's logic, but that has never, I mean, I was sent to Catholic school mm-hmm. um, in the sixties mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and I remember being four and five years old hearing this, this and I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me. But I was, I was brought up where my dad said children are to be seen and not heard. So even though it, what was being taught to me never resonated with me, never made sense. I couldn't question it at, as a child. Um, but I, I always think of the word unconditional love. Unconditional. Why society does not seem to embrace the truth of unconditional. <laughs> well, I
1: think, I think there's real reasons for that. I mean, a lot of them I, on a personal level, which is what I'll speak to and not the collective level, which is, I think, some of this stuff is, mm-hmm. has become entrenched, unfortunately, and is very fear-based. But on a very basic level, you know, we don't know that we're worthy of it. You know, the, the third book that the guides dictated through me was called The Book of Knowing and Worth. And they said, you know, you only if you go to a restaurant with five dollars in your pocket, you're only going to order five dollars worth of food. You're not if you're not. We you don't believe that you're worth more. You don't expect to receive more. You don't expect it. Mm-hmm. And we're always ordering, they say, off of the menu of what we think we're allowed to have. So if you've been told that you're unworthy of love, as many of us were in some way, in one way or another, you don't expect to receive it. And the idea that you could be loved or that I could be loved unconditionally is almost too abstract. Some people are very fortunate, you know. Um, now, one of the things I feel that the guides are trying to teach through me, or they're just doing that I'm just the vocal piece, is that, you know, not only do we have the right, we have the ability to receive it. And some of this is done through claiming it, you know. And they say a claim of truth is always true. And the divine in each one of you knows who he is, who she is, and knows the inherent worth. So as we begin to align to that, hopefully, I hope, and this is just me speaking now, we begin to claim that experience that you're speaking of. But I think a lot of this separation has been institutionalized, and I think on on a global level, and I think we're really having to move beyond these collective beliefs that we're not allowed to know ourselves as, as worthy. You know, worthy of love, worthy of freedom, worthy of, of grace, worthy of a relationship with the divine that is perhaps experiential and not just based in, in, in liturgy or history, but yes. alive and with us now.
0: So, so true, so true. That, it's, it's wonderful because I, <laughs> I know everyone has heard of the Tao okay I heard of it and uh, everybody knows a quote or two um, from the doubt but I actually just started to read and study it this past weekend mm-hmm. and it's only 84 verses and I'm only up to verse um, 25 because uh-huh. I like I each verse I have to read and then contemplate yeah. on so it mm-hmm. it's not one I don't think I wouldn't recommend just reading it as it's, <laughs> but when each verse I heard the truth of oneness in mm-hmm. each verse on up to like 25 and it's like this one to me I, I don't know I think to me it's for me anyway the truth of oneness is very simple God is all there is there's nothing outside of God yeah. and we're and we're and so if we exist we're part of God because we can't exist
1: that's it <laughs> you got it you nailed it that's
0: And it that, and to me, that's such a simple truth.
1: It is a simple truth.
0: You know, to me, that's such a simple truth. So I love when I, when I do dive into new books, like The the Truth, the book you wrote, and now uh-huh. also The Tao. So I'm reading them both at the same time at the lake. That's the only uh-huh. place I ever read. Because <laughs> uh-huh. when I'm home, I'm always too busy doing other, you know, uh, but at the lake, okay. Uh, and it's it's just to be in nature. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. But um, yeah, so that's why at this, the title of this program, Awake to Oneness, came to me because I wanted the show to just say what we're all about, you know? Yeah, I understand. So, yes, 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 yes. So tell us, tell us what's coming up. I know you say you, you lecture international or you speak internationally. And so tell us what your summer is because we're actually it's uh it's June we're recording this pre-recording mm-hmm. this on the uh summer i about to say mm-hmm. winter <laughs> summer solstice June 21st today mm-hmm. so the longest day of the year ah I didn't know yeah. that
1: okay. oh yes oh yes okay. I didn't yes. know we were on the solstice I had yes
0: no idea. yes today is the solstice and it's the longest day of the year so mm-hmm. summer officially begins today Wonderful. so tell us what your summer is going to be like.
1: Well, I, I, this weekend, I'm going to Los Angeles, and I'm going to be channeling um, a workshop in L.A., and I'm going to be channeling a second workshop at um, the Agape uh, Church, which is one of my favorite churches in the world. And uh, then I'll be in Santa Barbara channeling for an evening. That's next weekend. No, that's two weekends from now. This, no, this is this weekend, and then I'm at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Oh, okay. And- and then I'm going to be in London channeling for the first time. Um, at And uh, then Birmingham, England, I'll be. And then I'm back in the city and I've got workshops coming up all over the country. Wisconsin, I'll be there. I will be in, where else? Boston coming up. I'm doing a one-day workshop in New York City that will be live streamed. So people can attend from wherever they are. And every, you know, there's a lot more. I mean, I have an active calendar on my website, which is just my name, P-A-U-L-S-E-L-I-G dot com. But I do a live streamed workshop pretty much every Wednesday evening, which is done virtually, and people can attend and that information's on the website as well. But my guides are teaching and they're taking questions from people. And really, you know, I'm not a guru, I'm not a spiritual teacher. I show up and I hope the reception is cleared for the dictation to come through. That's my job is to show up and often just show up when I don't want to. So, <laughs> that's,
0: well, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. A uh, couple of things. I have been to Agape. Uh-huh. Um, when I first launched my program over two years ago, Reverend Michael was one of my first guests. Oh, and great. he And he invited me to Agape. So, uh-huh. that's the first and only time I've ever been to LA only first and only time I've ever been on the West coast. So it was an amazing experience. Wonderful. And like I said, everything I, I I mean, I don't channel the way you do and other people channel. I do. It's, it's like a heartfelt thing for me, but I know when spirit is speaking to me. Uh And so starting this show two years ago was all from spirit and they spoke to me again in March and they said, I need to start doing live events. Uh-huh. Not just yeah. So I am actually so from that inspiration in early March, mm-hmm. um, they told me exactly. They said host an event, your first live event in Victoria, B.C., Canada. Okay. I know nothing about Victoria, B.C., but there are three of my former guests that are channels. That mm-hmm. are in or near Victoria. So instead of asking, I'm in the Poconos. Nobody uh-huh. knows. Most people don't even know what state the Poconos are in. I bet mm-hmm. you do. What state? Okay, thank you. Most people think it's in upstate New York. We are uh-huh. close to upstate, <laughs> but um, so my my spirit said, okay, invite these three guests: Brad Johnson, Tina Louise Spaulding, and Joanna L. Ross, who are there near. Uh-huh. Victoria, matter of fact, Brad is right in Victoria, and host an event, a live live event and live stream. This is what, and from that inspiration, we formed, myself and three other organizations, have formed a universal oneness alliance. Uh So, and the event is on September 3rd. It's my first live event, so I'm really excited. And like I said, if people can't make it to Victoria in person, it will be live stream, and mm-hmm. they can find it. Not on, I should I need to put a link on my website to it. But mm-hmm. the website is um, onenessalliance dot mm-hmm. You can find all the information on that. I just had to share that. But it's just and you know, like I said, when Spirit you know urged me to do this, I'm like, huh you know, but I'm like, okay, if you say that's so. how it
1: works. Yes. I totally get it. Yes. It works,
0: yeah. Yes. I'm like, okay, I have no idea how, and it just, everything just fell into place so beautifully. Good. So this is, I uh, just, oh, and I definitely, when you're in New York, cause that's best for me to try to catch you. I'm going to go to your website. I'm going to find out when you're going to be in New York and mm-hmm. I'll, be there. I'll be there. I am so, 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 so excited. So do our guides, do your guides have anything else they want to share with us? Because I I love...
1: I hear if you wish, but we don't say what we'd like to say. But we would only say what we would like to say about the transition you're all in, about the transition you are all in. You're all acclimating now. You are all acclimating now to what can be, to what can be, to what potentials may be known, to what potentials may be known. The understanding, the understanding that you have outgrown a form, a being of being is aware, is aware on a collective level, on a collective level, what the new form is. But what the new form is, what predicated choice will be predicated on choice. You're all attending this you are all attending to this what each one of you decide would each one of you decide of the way forth, that the way forth is the way of love, is the way of love, that the way forth, that the way forth is the way of truth, is the way of truth, Of the way forth, that the way forth is not bound by history, is not bound by history what you were taught to be or what you were taught to be or believe or believe it will be claimed, but what will be claimed by each one of you, by each one of you in realization, in realization of your own divine worth, of your own divine worth, we have come to instruct. We have come to instruct and to shepherd and to shepherd as we are asked. As we are asked, you all make your own choices. You all make your own choices in the alignments that we offer. And the alignments, the alignments that we offer are here for each of you, for each of you, if you wish them, if you wish them, period, period, period.
0: Yes. <laughs> so when, uh, so when they're done, they'll they'll say period 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 okay. Or I'm done. Okay.
1: <laughs> period period that. period. Stop now, please. One of the uh, other. Oh, okay. Another, I love
0: I love that. I love that. Now, uh, a question did come to me that I know a lot of people listening and viewing this are saying: well, how do we incorporate this truth into our daily lives?
1: Well, you know, they're not talking about a subjective truth like, you know, I prefer, you know, pasta or rice, you know. I mean, that's your, your you know where this is good and this is bad. That's just opinion. They're talking about truth. Now, they say the truth is a vibration, it's a frequency and it's present. And they support us in aligning to truth. And there's a claim of truth that they work with and they instruct us. in, And they say that this is an attunement. It attunes the field to be in alignment. So this is how they say it. And this is the claim that your listeners or you can make if you so choose. I know who I am in truth. I know what I am in truth. I know how I serve in truth. I am free. I am free. I am free. Now, this is claimed by the true self, not the personality self who doesn't know who he or she is and doesn't know what she is, but it's claimed by the aspect of us that knows, the eternal self who is aligned to truth because it cannot not be in alignment to truth. And the idea of service is how we express at that level of vibration and truth. The claim I am free, which is what they've been working with in the last maybe eight months or so, I am free, I am free, I am free, they also say it's an attunement. But what they're saying we're free of is we're free of the claims made in history that would bind us or keep us in accord to lower choices, lower vibration, lower systems of control. So the claim I am free is the claim of the true self and liberation because the true self is liberated, liberated. You're not making yourself free. The divine as you is always free. And as she announces this, this comes into the field and begins to remake your experience in the world.
0: Mm, so beautiful! I love that. Can you repeat that? That 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 that. I love that. Truth? Well, the I'm, whole thing, the whole claim that you just said—that was sure. great. Yes,
1: I know who I am in truth. I know what I am in truth. I know how I serve in truth. I am free. I am free. I am free.
0: Beautiful. I love that. I, th- I, I, th- I think that's just a beautiful thing to say first thing in the morning when you mm-hmm. wake up, you know, yeah. to, to attune yourself, to align yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. So, yeah, so that is a, a very good way for someone to start the day and maybe even end the night. So
1: choose. I hear if yeah. they so choose. Yes. But the books have a lot of these things. I mean, the attunements are very specific. And they do. Many people can feel them energetically as they begin to work with them. They do work on the vibrational field. I mean, there's a whole buzzing that happens for a lot of people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, and it's an it's an interesting phenomenon that seems to accompany the books, and it happens in the workshops too. But the books themselves are attunements to the vibration that the guides are working with. So, yes, words on the page, but the real book is the vibration.
0: Wow! Wow! <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. So I, cause I, I, I just feel that people are awakening. I truly do Mm -hmm. want it, you know, each of us one at a time. And, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people have that, you know, there's, it's the, it's society and now the truth, which, you know, they're, they're having a, and they just want, you know, tips. And like you said, if like they said, like the guys said, if they choose, what, what resonates with them? And I always say that and, and what resonates with each of us is going to be different and unique and that's good. The, mm-hmm. the, one of the things Reverend Michael said when he was on my program two years ago is that our differences is, a, is the spice of life. Mm-hmm. Our, our differences should bring us together, not pull us apart. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So true. So true. And I know all right. Now you're gonna be speaking at Agape this weekend, right?
1: Um, this coming weekend on Sunday, yes.
0: Yes. Okay, and that's live streamed. So yes. That is
1: live stream, that's yes, correct.
0: That is, yes, it is. Not yes. at the
1: service. I don't I'm not mm-hmm. speaking at the service. I'm speaking doing a workshop after that's being live streamed. Okay. So I'm sure that information's probably it's probably on their site.
0: I'm sure. Yes. 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 Agape. And that's agapelive.com. I believe I said the, the URL correctly. I love agape because some people want, don't know what the the word agape means. Mm-hmm. It's unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So tell me, you do a lot of workshops. So what are some of the common questions you get?
1: Well, the common questions, I mean, you know, the guides teach and I don't know what they're going to teach in any workshop and then they open up for questions on the teaching and then they usually make time for people to ask questions about their lives and their families and things like that because that's where the psychic work comes in a bit more and then the guides will pipe in. But sometimes people, some of the basic things is, you know, I would hear like, you know, your guides talk about service. I don't know how I serve. And the guides say, well, the divine self as you is who serves. So um, the claim, I know who I am, I know what I am, I know how I serve, calls you forward towards that service because the true self is you. The true self and expression is how you serve. God as you is how you serve. You Mm -hmm. see what that is? And God knows what it needs to do in order to express itself. So the small self or the personality self doesn't have to decide this stuff right you know, move into the higher alignment so that would be one question that's asked pretty frequently
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i i i i do hear that question myself a lot mm-hmm. well how do i find my purpose it, it's kind yeah, of a way same, yes. same, 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 same question, question. Mm-hmm. yes yes and and i just quiet the mind however it works to quiet mm. your mind and listen to the heart you know because the the personality quiet. yeah, yeah. The personality is going to be in that mind. Quiet it. Say, hush, <laughs> ego. Hush, personality. Hush you. I call it human consciousness. Uh-huh. I just quiet uh-huh. that human consciousness. Uh-huh. Listen to the heart, and it'll, it'll come. it'll come um it's just one of the things i keep an appreciation journal that Mm -hmm. i write in every morning and one of the things i always say i'm so thankful i do know my purpose Mm -hmm. is this this show to help inspire the world to awaken to the truth of oneness because it changed my life so dramatically and i don't know if i shared with you how that awakening happened Mm -hmm. um it was in 2007 watching a film on quantum physics what the Mm bleep and there was one sentence that was shared by uh lynn mctaggart who has Mm. been a guest here um she said the biggest problem in the world today is the illusion of separateness yeah and when she said that something inside of me woke up it was just you know and i can't even explain it but it's like Mm. yeah that is so, so true. And it's so true and so simple all yeah. at once. Wonderful. So from there, I try – it's funny because when you have that experience, I know for me, you want to share it with everybody around you. Your friends is like, oh, you got to watch this movie. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. And they watch it and they're like, huh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so funny that, okay, they didn't have the same experience I had. But, you know – so I had to I, you know as I grew in my knowing of the mm-hmm. oneness, had to grow and say, "Okay, we're, they're perfect, they're divine, Theirs just, just might come a different way uh-huh. you know? yeah. so it's it, it's the non-judgment aspect of the oneness
1: mm-hmm. is
0: is is so key yeah. so and, I, and, and, and in in human form, mm-hmm. it's so easy. To start judging I mean because I have it's it, for me it's a moment-to-moment so they remind myself okay if I'm judging this person I'm whatever I'm calling this person I'm calling myself That's right. yeah you know, yeah yeah so this is been such a wonderful. now I must ask you because I believe it was your assistant who contacted me how did she find me
1: I didn't find you um, oh. there's a, a new book out and it may have been the publicist from, from Tarcher Perigee. Um, it may have been that department. Okay. They've been setting up the the press and the media for, for the new book. This is the I see. I get out there. Uh,
0: I see. I see. I see. So they found me. Well, I'm glad they found me. Because so, the, the interesting thing about that is they contacted me and I had already set up the this sh- this program with you, but I still didn't know anything. All I knew is I read, you know, whatever they send out. I was like, okay, yeah. that's a, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah, let's go with it. So, but I live on YouTube. So uh-huh. a couple of weeks after I set this program up, um, you were doing. Uh, you posted a video for your upcoming um, um, with Agape, uh-huh. um, and it. Well, you were you kind of introduced how you got you yeah, know, yeah. your kundalini awakening, you start talking about, and I was like, wait a second. Cause I saw, like, here's the funny thing. I was like, I gotta have him on my show. Wait a second, he's already, he's already scheduled uh, for yeah. my show. That's the funny thing. <laughs> that was the funny moment. Ah, uh-huh, uh-huh. you already have him. <laughs> so that's great. Yes, 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 yes. This has been such so 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 amazing. Well, thank you for I, having me. Oh, I I love 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 having you, and and I just love like you said having these conversations with people that are mm-hmm. awake is is just just it touches my heart. Sometimes I I, I almost feel like crying from joy, um, because I my heart is so full with love. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so you're you. you're heading to LA and but you'll be back uh next week mm. to the East Coast and what do you you don't do you have do you know when you'll be having another workshop in New York City?
1: I can tell you.
0: I okay. Think,
1: I'm going to look at my little calendar. Okay. I believe it is well the Omega Institute is in Rhinebeck, New York and I'll be right. there. But the next New York City workshop is on July 30th. Okay. At the Hotel okay. Inc. in New York City, and it's okay. a all-day workshop, and that'll be live streamed as well, so people can join virtually.
0: Awesome! I'm gonna try to make it there live, yeah, live.
1: Love cool. <laughs> nice, nice, nice
0: to have you. That would be great. Uh, thank you so much. I I am just so so honored, uh, and I recommend I love the fact about your books being. Um, how did you word it? Where it helps not just it helps the reader raise their vibration yes and i read that in the very beginning when i started mm. reading your book which i think is so amazing now put it in your your words or the your guide's words it is it, it's a, an attunement or
1: attunement to vibration yes attunement. Attunement to the energy that they work with uh-huh.
0: awesome awesome i love that i love that well thank you so much it has been my honor And my pleasure, and I hope to meet you and hug you on July 30th. I hope
1: to see you. Take care. Okay. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. Thank you Bye-bye. so much. Bye bye. Bye bye.